0: Welcome back to the and Wanderers podcast, Roy and I are back again after game week one of the season, a 0-0 draw at home to Blackpool. We're going to be bringing you our thoughts on the game and also we want to welcome our first special guest on the podcast, Dale Y, the social media manager of and Wanderers Fans Council. So, over to you first Dale, what can you tell us about the Fans Council?
1: Well firstly, thanks for having me on guys, big mm-hmm. fan of the uh, podcast. Um, it's great to hear. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, there's always one, isn't there? Um, yeah. But yeah, the, so the fan council essentially it was started in 2016 between the club and fans. Mm. Uh, it was it was created to give the fans a platform within the the club structure to feedback issues at the game, like the match they experienced. Essentially, um, what was going well, what we needed to work on, to actually you know because the club has got um, loyal a loyal fan base. But what the club and fans do want is those casual fans to keep coming back. So essentially, that's what it was designed for, to give every fan a voice to feedback to the club. And then obviously the club discuss our feedback and, you know, they work on it. So, yeah, Yeah. essentially it was created just for to give the fans a platform. And then I wouldn't. I would say that this is the first season. It's been going obviously for. This is the third season it's been going on for now. This is the first first time that the social media has really probably taken off. Um, essentially, I run the Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and we're building a website at the moment. So we're really trying to get that engagement from the fans. Um, yeah. Because obviously this is, a, this is a really important year for the club. Uh, we're in League One. There's a lot of an attraction on the club now. So. Yeah, we're just we're just trying to help the club out in any way we can.
0: Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I yeah, think it's fun. very positive. Yeah. So what sort of instigated you to start, well, to join in as well and start this?
1: I mean, I've been I've been a Wickham Wanderers fan. Well, I'm 28 now. First went to the games, like, back in, like, 95 with like, my family. Um, I've been away from the club for a while and last season was my my sort of comeback year, if you will, um, which was a great season to come back for, you know, promotion. Mm. Um and I, I just, just out of the blue, I attended a fan council meeting. Um, we meet every Thursdays down at, uh, sorry, every second Thursday of the month uh, down at Monty's Bar um, mm-hmm. at the ground. Attended, saw what I like and a bit of background to me. I did, um, did broadcast journalism at university. So I've, I've run social media accounts for like sort of lower league clubs like Southport, people like that. Um, worked in the media industry so i was like here you go i'll offer you my services i want to get more involved in the club that i love so yeah. they were happily to accept it so now i'm i've got the twitter page i've got the instagram page I've got the facebook page and then obviously i'm launching the website soon
0: yeah that's great well um me and rory uh may have mentioned in the previous podcast we're both 18 just heading off to uni in the summer uh yeah. and yeah we're both doing the TV and broadcasting. By originally, uh, before the course was count uh, count uh, cancelled, uh, we're heading to Portsmouth Union. I was I was going to do myself broadcast journalism, so yeah. quite, quite similar. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm also very interested, which is why I'm also running this podcast. You know, yeah, getting chat, involved with yeah. the clubs and just doing whatever you can, because not only is it you know helpful for other fans and um, other other listeners get a bit of enjoyment out of it, um, but it's fun for me as well. And uh, me and Rory to get involved as well
1: yeah Yeah, i mean i i I love it i enjoy enjoy it so much i enjoy like all the interaction that i get on on the various different platforms that we have um and you know and that and that's the good thing i speak to i speak to so many different fans because of you know you know instagram is is more geared to i would say like the younger fan um so that's why it was really important this year and that's why i really emphasize with the council that we need an instagram page because that's where a lot of young people get their information from these days, mm. and and I think at heart every supporter wants to help the club out, and that was that was my decision to join the council as, as their social media guru, as it were.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we'll we'll leave all the all the links for the yes. fans council in the description yeah. here. Uh, if you need to find anything, you can go follow them on Twitter or Instagram. They'll all be in the description of this podcast as well.
2: Brilliant, great yeah. stuff. Uh, um, one question I had was um, how thought of how many people go to these meetings what's the kind of scale
1: is um. a good question it varies um, for example this this coming meeting I think is going to be our most attended meeting for okay. some time um, we have we have committee members so Tony Sutton he's our chairman he essentially runs the meeting like maintains the relationship between between the council and the club so the trust. Okay,
2: yeah.
1: uh, we have Tina Davis, she's our secretary, um, obviously documents all the meetings, things like that. Uh, Andrew Crawford; he's our treasurer, which is kind of a new role because we'll be setting up fundraising events. Okay. Um, and then you've got a small section of other committee members like Pete Brown, Paul McLeod, I'm sure every Wickham fan knows, uh, Lisa Balker They essentially help everyone out in sort of like the communication aspects of the club. So a lot of fans will go and talk to them at games they also come up to talk to me um and then we have our regular um attendees i would say it would be around about 15 to 20 independent of the committee members that attend but just looking on all the social media um posts that we've done throughout the last week thursday seems like it's going to be the biggest attended um but we do try and you know, to tell tell people that we don't know how much we got for Luko nine. Yeah. We uh it's things like that we we don't really talk about, it. it's it's mm-hmm. it's essentially the match day experience yeah. and it seems like, you know, but yeah, I don't know how much we got for Luko nine, so yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Roy
0: was a, a person to ask that question as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, would, yeah, unfortunately we don't, so
0: yeah. but it's very important to stress that anyone can attend these meetings as well. Sorry.
1: anyone can attend yeah. as long as you're not a Luton fan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no anyone anyone can attend if you go to one game a year come down to a meeting if you go to 46 games a year come down to a meeting you yeah, so, know yeah. and just just everyone has got an opinion on the club good or bad what what the club are doing good what the club are doing bad come down express that opinion and I will you know I'm confident that we will get that raise to the club yeah oh, great I stuff I said, yeah
0: it's great because that's, yeah. that's something as well with, um, with lower league clubs is that you can have such a strong sort of connection with the club that something like this is great because it's possible for you to express your thoughts and feelings. Like you said, if you, if you want something changing or you want, think you can improve or the club can improve something, you can quite easily just go down, as you said, second Thursday of every month and you know get your point raised and get it heard, basically, which yeah, I think is mean- a fantastic thing to have.
1: Yeah, as I say Tina, our secretary She documents every action Every every opinion that's placed You know, this is your chance And this is what What we're trying to stress To everyone this season This is your chance To come down Talk about the club Talk about what's going well What's not going well And let's work together Let's work together with the trust Let's work together with the staff The players, everyone To make mm. sure That we are the most attractive We could possibly be To that casual fan That I spoke about You know, that That we want to retain because we all want to grow. We all we all we all want the club to grow. We all want the club to grow. Yeah, and I think that's what's really good about the the club. I think that they do listen to the fans. Yeah, you know, as you say that, there's that lower league, you know, relationship. I think which which I would miss if if Wickham ever got to the Premier League. I think Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'd miss that. Yeah. But yeah, They're just come all, down. Yeah. Like, come down. Honestly, that's all I can say to people is just come down and experience it and put your point across.
0: Yeah, I'm sure, me and Roy will be down there at some point. Oh, definitely, yeah. It, it, it does sound like a, a great thing to get involved in. we haven't been to any of the meetings before. Um, but as I said, we've only just been finding out about this recently and I think it's a, a great yeah. thing, definitely. I think there's there's no reason why we shouldn't all, at least, you know, go ahead, attend a meeting, you know, get what we want to say out there and basically see what, see what can happen from it because as you said, everything gets documented and you know things can change if you want them to.
1: Yeah, and also there's always a representative from the club, we're nearly always a representative of the club at a meeting. Mm. So if that's a trust member or uh, Michael Davis, the managing director, he often comes to the meetings. So it's not just a group of fans talking to a group of fans, the club are listening.
2: Mm.
1: So, and and also, also, yeah. so also we really, really can't stress that we want young people to come to the meetings. Yeah. um we want to hear from that young fan base as well which is which is why a lot of the social media is being pushed this year
0: yeah it, yeah it's really important to build a, a young fan base yeah then you know exactly. of course like like you and like rory who have um supported wickham all your lives um you know build and grow up with the club as you know mm. build yeah. a bigger um fan base i think it's yeah, yeah. very positive yeah
1: yeah so yeah, that's 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 essentially what the council does in a nutshell. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and you've got something special planned, don't you, coming up soon?
1: Yeah. So oh, I guess it's a uh, kind of a little bit of breaking news. Um, we. The l- last couple of meetings, we've we've sort of racked our brains on what we can do to really help the club, and it was decided that we're going to set up a Just Giving page um, and do mm-hmm. some fundraising. So the first thing I can exclusively reveal on this podcast is nope. that um, yeah, drum roll, uh, <laughs> we will be um, raising money. Um, it's a three hundred and fifty pound target for a fridge cooler in the small tea bar um, at the end of the terrace. Uh, mm-hmm. The current one is. Not of a good standard, we'll put it as that. Um and it's in its it sounds it's, to the to the uninitiated it would sound like a a trivial thing, but it's one of the most common complaints we get at the council about that fridge. <laughs> so essentially what we'll be doing is we'll be setting up the Just Given page. I think that's gonna go live either tonight or after the meeting, because we've got a couple of things that are gonna go live after the meeting. Um and we're just gonna invite everyone to just even even if it's a couple of quid that you know you've got in your 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 pocket, just chuck it into the club. There's going to be a lot of transparency. Um, what we raise will go towards that, essentially. Brilliant. Um, yeah. So yeah, so look out for that. Um, as I say, it's these are the kind of things that we want to get right, and the club wants to get right. So that that person who keeps complaining about the fridge every week for eight weeks. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is is going to be happy and it's not going to yeah. complain about it anymore. But and that's what so that would be the first fundraising um, idea we'll have. And it's just also to take a little bit of pressure off the club. Mm-hmm. If we can take a little bit of pressure off the club, then that's mm-hmm. I think that, I think we're doing our job. Yeah. So yeah, there will be a link is, to that be a as link. soon as that goes live. Yeah. There'll be a link yeah, in this podcast. Yeah. As soon as it goes live, as well, it'll be there. Brilliant. That'd be great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, just look out for that one. Nice.
0: We'll do indeed. Brilliant. Well, uh, thanks for talking to us about that uh, as well. With the, it's, all, it's all kicking off here as we've also just got the, the kick-off of the brand new season. Very exciting times, uh, as we said. Uh, Dale and I were both there at the game uh, <clears throat> on Saturday. A nil-nil draw at home to Blackpool. So, we'll just start off. Dale, what, did you, what, did, what were your initial thoughts of the game?
1: <laughs> uh- well, initial pre-match thoughts when I saw the team sheet was uh, we've got five substitutes. Yeah. It was a bit of a shock. <laughs> and where's Dom Gape? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I must admit, I was I was very I was very anxious when I saw that. Um, I'd already been anxious because of the, the lack of depth in the squad, really. I mean, hmm. 19 players and three of them injured is, is not great. Yeah. Um, but I thought the boys for 90 minutes were superb. Yeah. Um, I thought that the eleven players on the pitch gave everything. Um, for, at times, we absolutely blew Blackpool away with the, yeah, the counter attack. It, was, it was, was quite phenomenal at times. Yeah, yeah. The only thing is, we need to finish our chances in this league. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, it was evident during pre-season. I mean, I went to all the pre-season games, and it was evident that our finishing, it, it wasn't, it wasn't great, or we didn't know where the goals were going to come from. Um, and that was, that would be my only criticism. Of, of, of the game but overall i thought they were fantastic and i would have i was i was unhappy that we didn't get three points because i think we were really really good value for three points yeah
0: i thought when i was watching the game, i thought we certainly deserved it more than Blackpool did i mean Bear had a lot of chances a lot of a lot of free headers which is mm. unfortunate just went wide or just went over the bar um a lot of chances where I remember made a, a couple of good through balls and then the ball got trapped behind. Like, I think Paris had a had a great chance when he was through and the ball got trapped behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, finishing the chances. I think quite good on the break, getting forward. It's just it is just that that final third where you've just got to yeah. get it in there and finish off. But yeah. I thought defensively it was quite a solid performance.
1: Yeah, defensively I think across the back four there were there were it was 10 out of 10s for me. It yeah. was it was really good. The only blemish was obviously uh, Michael Harriman's second yeah, yellow. What was your What was your take on that? We were because we we stand me and my friend stand um, down the bottom of the beach. Dean, we oh. were right by it. Um, yeah. I the way I saw it was it was a coming together. Um, I don't think it was. I don't think it was a second yellow. Um, mm. They had they had been at each other all game, and it was very very mutual. Um, would Would he have got a yellow card had he not been on a yellow card already? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, you know, a referee make an example on an opening day. Um, please tell me if, if you saw it differently, but that's how I saw it. I yeah. it a, I, yeah.
0: I think I, I saw just, it in, in the exact same way, to be honest. It, yeah. it did for me. Well, I, was, I couldn't see it too. I was, I was in, the, in the terrace, but it did, mm. to me, just look like a coming together. I mean, maybe it was a little bit of a the scrap and there, like, you know, scrapping with each other, but yeah. when running for the ball, but,
2: yeah. What, I, yeah, I don't
0: think it would warrant a second yellow, to be honest.
2: Yeah, yeah. No. What do you think no, of, of yeah. refereeing as a whole in the league, really? Because obviously, I know Ainsworth very keen to get officials uh, professional, isn't he? But um, mm. that's a lot of, bad, especially later on in the game, I don't know if that's fitness, but I mean, one that springs to mind is Eze at the end of, I don't know if you were there, the, the three all against Cheltenham, uh, another yeah. player in Persians, yeah. you know. I just think there's a, a sort of a, a lack of, Almost ability to make easy decisions at times. I don't know what it is. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think I think also there's a there's a there's a lack of consistency. Yeah. Of the referees at the moment um, ac- across across the games. Uh, you know there were several several instances that could have warranted you know a yellow card or a second yellow card. You know, and that that's going back to last season as well. I think last season the and I mean I don't like to I don't like to criticise refs because uh, it's it it's a hard job. Yeah. But. You need to be consistent, and I felt at times last season it was very, very appalling the ref- the refereeing standard. I mean, that's just my opinion. I must stress that's not the opinion of the council, um, but all <laughs> but, the club. But yeah, um, I just think I, I hope that that's not going. To, we're not going to get used to that in this league. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought I thought Michael was really unlucky. Um, I spoke to him after the game. Uh, he said that you know the referee explained that the second yellow was for an elbow in the face. Mm. Take of that what you will, yeah. But yeah, that was that was the only that was the only I think blemish on the performance that and the uh the, the, lack, the lack of finishing our chances. But I thought you know, I don't know how you guys felt, but I thought Sam Saunders was absolutely excellent on Saturday. He was really and good I, with his passing, yeah, and everything. Yeah, he's great. He for me, he's been the standout in pre season as well. I think he's just really really stepped it up a gear. And I think, I think you know, we obviously we lost, we lost Luke. But yeah. I think we, we've gained in Sam coming back to, you know how we, how I remember him. So, yeah, yeah I you, think yeah. on to Doncaster. Yeah, yeah,
0: indeed. Will you be going to that?
1: I will be. Yeah, yeah I'll you be, be travelling up for the for the uh, for the game. It's a, it's a long old trip. It is a long old trip. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, yes, but I, I'm, I What did they win? Three nil? Was it on? I think well, they least at least scored three. I think Doncaster on Saturday. Yeah, they had a so, good girl, it's, yeah. It's, there are, uh, you know, it seems like a cliche to say, but there are there are no easy games in this league this year. Yeah. Hmm. So, and we were only t- we were only only game that was a draw. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, are you open for any improvements to the to the side? Like maybe bringing in an extra player or so. I mean, most of the free agents and stuff have been nipped up by other clubs. But are you open for maybe a, or do you know of any? Potential loanees or anything <laughs> that's coming in. I,
1: I wonder what that was going to, you know, where it was going to do. You know, um, uh, of course person, missing, yeah, missing.
0: Yeah. Tyson's missing. Cashkit, of course. Uh, what do, what's happening with Darius Charles
2: as well?
1: Um, from from. He's injured and it may be, I don't know, this is, you know, you hear so many things, don't you? You know, you're in the Veer suite, well, sorry, the Caledonian suite for the game. You you hear so many different rumours going around. I mean, yeah. I've got, to, I've been told that he's out till October. I've been told he's back in training on, uh, well, today. You know, it just seems, for, for me, that whole situation is, is really worrying that he's not had a pre-season under his belt. Yeah and Darius Charles is a fantastic player. I've got I've got many AFC Wimbledon fans. I've been to the games like before with them and he he's a fantastic player. It just worries me. So I think I would ideally like us to sign one permanent and two loans. Yeah. I think I don't know where that permanent's going to come from because as you say if it's a free agent most of them have been tied down and nicked by other clubs. Mm. Um <sighs> From what I've heard, that that could be the case. That it could be one permanent and two um, two loans. I mean, I've because I worked in in the media industry. I still get you know occasionally a couple of tweets um, or DMs just to say that you know this is what I've heard about you know who Wickham are looking at. Um, mm-hmm. But that's what I've been told. It could be one permanent, two loans. I don't really know what's happening with the trialists. I'm a little bit disappointed in that 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 hasn't been. Tied up yet? I felt. Um, is it Tommy? The uh, the right wing mm. trialist has has been worth a a one year contract, uh, yeah, at least.
0: The, the trialists never seem to get signed. Yeah, always saying to me before. I mean, yeah, they, they never seem to get a chance. As, you know, it'd be, it'd be good to have a bit, a little bit of recruitment in, of course. Yeah, to, from younger players.
1: I mean, I don't know whether you you guys were at the the West Ham and Brentford game, but there was a a centre back by we we found out his name was Charlie Fox, uh, QPR. No, no. Um, he, I felt he was outstanding. I think he was number twenty-seven against West Ham, and he put in a really, really early tackle against Yarmolenko. I think it was mm. just absolutely like just buoyed him off the, the <laughs> off the ball, and it was just like brilliant. But he went, you know, he was he was really positive. And then I went to the Haven game, and he just wasn't there. And yeah. I just, he went back to QPR because Chris Ramsey was at the game, um, the head of development at QPR was at the game, the Brentford game, and the next the next day he's not he's not in the squad. So. <laughs> yeah. I think we're running out of time.
2: Mm, um, certainly. Because
1: yeah. for permanence, it's what is it? The 6th was only, it it's only a couple ninth? of days. It's only a couple of days. So yeah. hopefully hopefully, the club have got something sorted. I maintain my faith in Gareth Ainsworth. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we've got a really, really good manager who knows what he's doing. And knowing Gaz on a personal level, mm. he'll have a plan. He'll yeah. have a plan. But it would just be—it'd be really interesting to see who it is. Is it going to be like a Dom Gape or a Luko 9 type of player that we're going to mould, or is it going to be an, an old guard player like Adam Elab that's going to really g the g the squad up and give some experience into the squad, you know? I mean, what do you guys feel? What what positions do you think we need to strengthen? I think I mean, I mean, certainly, yeah, I first,
2: I'd probably say in the midfield because it is so old now. I mean, <laughs> three of them are what, you know? Yeah. Pensioners, practically. But um, Well,
1: yeah, I'm know. not sure they like you for saying that, but...
2: <laughs> yeah, they're, um, they're all want, you know, wonderful players done brilliantly for the club, but um, I'd like... Obviously, we've got Dom Gape, but maybe some fresh legs in midfield would be quite mm. nice. Um, yeah. And I'd say maybe both full-back positions. I know we've got John Barty and Harriman at right-back, but I think John Barty excelled at centre-back last year. But I think maybe a, another full-back is a replacement, but... Um, and uh, maybe yeah. a forward as well But um, Say in defence We're alright to be fair
1: Yeah I, I think just the only concern Is that obviously Harriman's now on a red card yeah. So If you go If we If we don't sign anyone By Saturday We will not have a defender On the bench Unless mm. Darius Charles Miraculously Recovers from this This injury That he's got Because obviously John Batty's gonna Gonna slot into right back Yeah And and that's it And that's That's now four subs Is this a uh, it's I quite worrying. I, yeah. yeah, that as, that aspect of it is quite worrying. But the performance on the pitch has made me less worried. Yeah. Because I think you know they did really well on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, my my
0: take on it was I thought although all the boys did fantastically well with you know, only having I only having five subs, being a you know, a fairly old team, uh, and mm. also many people writing them off as going bottom already. But I yeah. thought it was, a, it, was a, it was I thought it was a great performance. But I mean. Who knows if it if the form does continue, how long it will last? And I think if if we do sign, I think I mean, I I'd, I'd personally for me, I'd say getting in a new forward mm-hmm. um, as someone that because although I do have faith in Akinfenwa, but <laughs> but I don't have faith that you know so some of the lads can keep fit like Cashkit and stuff. And I know Cashkit yeah, Cashkit's sure, right. a fantastic player when he's fit, but. It, of course yeah. he does need to stay fit and I think maybe having another forward, someone that is gonna you you can rely on to get the goals. I think that's that is what they need. As as last season, relied on Akinfenwa heavily mm-hmm. and he yeah. was able to provide quite a lot. Um but I also think hope hopefully uh, a centre midfielder as well wouldn't go amiss. Mm. Uh like i uh, be Bean's a great guy. <laughs> uh and, and Blooms is getting a bit old as well. But they, they still do a job they, they 100% although they, they may not have the technical abilities you know they might have had in previous years mm. um, they still given 110% running their socks off every week so they, yeah. they are giving it the best shot and they've, they've still got they can still do a job as well but I've, I just think as well having such a small squad it'd be good to have a little bit of you know backup as well because I don't think yeah. Kurt, I'm not sure about Curtis uh, Thompson of how well he's going to do I, d- I don't know how much faith Ainsworth has it in him to, as you know. give yeah, him a five-month contract. It's, it's going it, to be an interesting one. I, I don't know.
1: I just think a five a five-month contract for me speaks volumes of what that situation is. Um, mm. A five-month contract is ver- as a very very short amount of time to make an impact if yeah. you're not a first-team regular. Mm. You know, is it going to be that he starts? Against mm-hmm. Northampton, um, in a cup, is he going to is he going to play all the checker trade games? You know, because our squad is not blessed with a a reserve reserve side or be a big squad. So the checker trade, realistically, is something I think we should be looking at because we're mm. going to essentially play our first team. So is Curtis Thompson going to be starting in those games? Is he going to you know where's he going to play? Because I think it was the is it the West Ham game or Brentford? He played right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw so, it. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, uh, and and then he has played uh, centre mid. So I don't know. Maybe we're going to get to January and they'll reevaluate it and uh, and then offer him longer, or it's going to be a case of you know his frustration maybe that he doesn't get the game time that he thinks he needs. So mm. he'll go. I think I think it's good that Randall Williams is signed on the season long though. Definitely, gone. yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I think he he's a player that excites me, and I saw I saw a side of his game that I've never seen yeah. last season. His tackling. Was absolutely spot on on Saturday. He's tracking back. Yeah, he Couldn't gets back it. right back at left back. Yeah, and putting all yeah. the
0: challenges. And sprint forward. He doesn't run out of energy. That kid. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's
1: good. But I, I agree. mate, a forward to support Bayo. Um, it's good that from what it looked like on Saturday, um, Craig mchale Smith is going to be going through the middle. Um, mm. and he's not going to play him on the wings. Um, yeah. but yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully a forward. And a centre mid, and maybe then one across the back. Yeah. Um, and then and then hopefully we'll be all right. I mean, as you said, like the form it may run out. Um, we're certainly going to play some. No disrespect, I've got Blackpool uh, supporting friends, but we're going to certainly play some better teams than them.
0: Certainly. And, yeah.
1: and 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 that's when we need to dig deep. Really. Mm. Yeah. It
0: is going to be a tough season, but I don't. I would, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't put a Parson to stay up. I think they could certainly do it.
1: I said before the season, if, if you gave me nineteenth for twenty, if I'd to take it now. Yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> um, let's let's. I think the plan needs to be let let's stay in the league. Let's con- let's consolidate our position, and and then and then build like next year. But let's mm. um, let's enjoy it. I mean, I spoke to I spoke to Gaz at the kit launch, and he said that um, he's told the players that there's no pressure and to enjoy it. Mm. And I think yeah, that's what yeah, we yeah. should do as fans. Yeah. We shouldn't put pressure on them this year. It is. And we should just enjoy it. I mean, yeah. we're we're League One again after what six years. I mean, and in that time, we've nearly got relegated and we nearly got promoted. Yeah. So it's a long time coming, but let's enjoy it. Let's let's yeah. let's, let's get behind them.
0: I mean, yeah, as as I saw tweet out as well. It was the first time in was the highest attendance in nine years of an opening day fixture, as well. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. If everyone's there enjoying the day, uh, just have that. Just hold on to the fact, you know, we're in League One. Have a good time. You know, you know what we could could stay up here. Yeah, great. we could,
1: we could, and yeah, that's that's brilliant. Like the the largest home percentage of fans since the Leeds United game. What was that? Nine might be nine years ago, I think.
0: Yeah, it's a long time.
1: Yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, so that's brilliant, and let, let's continue that. And and mm. to link it back to the fan council again, you know, w- if we can get these 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 things these issues that people are raising right. Then the fans are going to come back. The fans are going to come back, and they're going to enjoy the ride as much as. The, I mean, the players seem up for it. So, Gaz seems up for it. Everyone behind the scenes seems up for it. So, yeah, let's yeah. just let's just really enjoy it. Really enjoy it. Should be great. And hopefully, yeah. hopefully we can you know get take six points off of Luton and Oxford, and then I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the most important thing is we start with a point. I mean, there was a lot of a lot of people um, having a cheeky bet on us not to. Um, have points by Portsmouth but um, they've lost their money already
0: so. Yeah. <laughs> yep so uh, that's pretty much going to wrap up for this week's podcast the key things to remember that key meeting on Thursday that you've got coming up yeah. is it this Thursday or the next Thursday so it's
1: this this Thursday this Monty's Thursday. Bar 7.30 all welcome get down there all welcome yeah. We've got no some excuse got to get down there yeah no excuse, no excuse no <laughs> excuse no excuse. Get down there. I'll be there. Come and say hello. Come and, and you know, and that's what we want to stress as well. You know, now I've mentioned the names of the people that are on the committee. Come, we'll put a, we'll put a face to the names when we launch the website and things like that. Come and say hello to us at games. Come and speak to us. Get involved. If you've got something you feel that can help the fan council, contact me on the social media you know pages that we have. We're we're, we're happy to hear from anyone in regards to the to the running of the club. And what we can do to help you guys that and, and that's essentially what the council is it's helping the fans talk to the club yeah excellent it's
0: brilliant brilliant message there uh, from dale and uh hopefully everyone can get involved all the links uh, that you'll need for uh, the social media pages and the just giving page when that is released will be uh in the description of this podcast on soundcloud so I hope you've all enjoyed listening uh one final question for you, Dale. Are you going to be making the trips to Sunderland away and Plymouth away? Because I know Rory's very keen on both of them. Yeah. He wants to go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. You, so I will be the there. <laughs> I will be making the trip to Plymouth. Um, it's going to be probably about a half one or two o'clock in the morning. Uh, in the morning. I'll be there early this morning. Uh, afternoon yeah. thing. Um, Sunderland, I've every confidence is going to be moved to a Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, because of their internationals because that's obviously international week um, but I shall be there yeah blimey, yeah. 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 I'm going to try I'm going to try to get to every game this year including the uh, the Sheck Trade so I'll probably be oh, on one at those games but oh, yeah. um, but yeah so I'll be there and I'm really looking forward to it and yeah as I say guys like if you see me at games just come and say hello come yeah, and talk cool. about the council come and talk about the club I'm happy to uh, to to, co- to come and have a chat and also like keep up the good work with the podcast I think that's I think that's what the club needs it needs like young people too and i say it as i'm as, as if i'm old but we need you need young people to be talking about the club you know sharing their passion which you guys obviously have it's, br- it's brilliant to hear mm. really good yeah
0: well you're welcome back on the podcast we'll keep you up with you you have to keep us updated with uh, everything that goes on with the council so you're welcome back here We'll do.
1: brilliant thanks very yeah. much guys that's, Cheers. that's
0: gonna wrap it up this week let us know if you want to add, want to have any information about if you have any information about uh the fan council please uh Come message either me or Dale on Twitter all the links as I said will be in the description and uh, make sure you get down there on Thursday and if not Thursday then make sure you get, get get yourself down there for the next one as I said trying to raise that money was it 350 pounds for the
1: yeah I think that's it? what we've sort of been quoted from the uh, from the bar manager that, that that's what they need so yeah so that will be going that will be going live you know any any spare change you can um, you can you can spare would be great and then we can you know we get that and then we'll go on to our sort of like our our bigger fundraising targets that we've got in mind i won't share them just for now but there are Mm -hmm. some really really good things in the pipeline the council are doing this year so obviously make sure to catch up with us on social media yeah and uh see you at the meeting i guess yeah hopefully i'll see you all at the meetings yeah
0: yeah see you there right so thank you guys very much for listening and we'll see you all next week goodbye